sorry, my voice cracked. I didn't like that. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. We're both feeling particularly energized today. I don't know what it yeah. is. Good vibes. Good vibes only. But literally, when we were when I worked at Wimbledon, so I never talk about this, but we always used to just chant GVO. GVO. Wait, you worked at Wimbledon? Yeah, no, that's crazy. You literally never, never talk about, about it. it. No. Mm. Yeah, uh, we're really excited for today's episode. Um, we've got a lot of a lot of. Fun. I mean, it might be overselling us there. We got a lot of fun stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of things have happened this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, no spoilers. Um. And I mean, this is again. It's the next episode after our rebrand of No Brand. I was thinking. Yeah. We rebrand from Think Twenty One to Track. <laughs> I'm literally not. I'm not. I'm dissociating. In the words of Meredith Marks, I'm disengaging. I'm disengaging. <laughs> I'm disengaging. I'm not doing that. I mean, we already have a big following on Track One <laughs> Instagram. Oh no. For all those who don't know, we made an Instagram account that you shouldn't go look up. I think I actually took it down. Um, called Track One Hundred One. On and which we absolutely deserved the followers and the likes that we, we got. We would <laughs> buy this account every night. We would FaceTime every night and buy likes. <laughs> like <laughs> you know when you like other other people's pictures on like those apps, buy likes, get likes back. And then we had to buy comments as well. <laughs> we did buy comments one time. They were really funny, and the comments were completely. I mean, oh, I haven't taken. I haven't taken it down. It, it's still there. You want to read out some of the comments? Oh yeah, which one was the one that we decided was gonna blow up? I thought oh it was my the. God. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it was pink which lemonade. One? Pink lemonade was in was yeah, which um, because there was put... a Snapchat filter with John Lennon glasses, and the the glasses were pink in it. Um, so, and apparently the wombats have a song called Pink Lemonade. We managed to get how many likes do you think we got on this one? <laughs> we wholeheartedly deserved um i'm gonna say 860 3841 <laughs> <laughs> we, we would spend hours in the evening liking other people's pictures no oh my god this is bad um anyway the comments that we bought <laughs> i think you should read some of them out i really do um someone put that is impressive yeah such a perfect photo lol <laughs> that is impressive i mean it was impressive because we bought them all but some of them were too ridiculous so we had to delete them do you remember yeah yeah because some of them were just <laughs> the thing is we had people were saying to us at school they were like wow you've got a lot of likes like, was really blown up. <laughs> we were like yeah we have we really yeah, have we need to, like disable that account that's embarrassing okay. well, well maybe maybe we'll consider the rebrand but um to try to i'm on <laughs> dead ass never rebranding to that well, possibly why not, was it maybe. even called that why the fuck was it called that track 101 the t t-r-a-c stood for something did it the yeah, radish i was gonna account. call it like just like track it was gonna be called 101 track but 101 track was taken, so I had to change it to track 101. Yeah, I, I remember that. Because track was in capitals, right? Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. Did you bring this up? Was this one of your talking points, or did you just bring this up? one of my talking points. I just... <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I was thinking rebrand to track 101 and you just have a great journey down memory lane. Um, but yeah, lots has happened this week. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about, um, serious. Uh, we do. We're going to go serious first, then silly, because we have drinks. Yeah. We have drinks, but we're going to crack through the serious stuff. But we, we opened up with a bit of silliness. So we're gonna, yeah, we're, like, we're, we're going gonna... to... like a silly sandwich. Or a serious sandwich. Silly is the bread. Well done. <laughs> Last week we spoke about, briefly, on the David Dobrik incident. But we weren't qualified Which, enough to talk we about absolutely it. absolutely weren't qualified, so... Um, so yeah. we went through some educational motions. I've watched every single H3 video on the incident and every apology video, scoured the web, had multiple conference calls with Harry about it just to get her takes. Yeah, so Katie, how much research have you been have you been doing? Honestly, it's been through you. <laughs> so it's everything that I've told you. Everything that you told me, and um, I have watched David Dobrik's both of David Dobrik's apology videos, mm. um, and then like just Twitter. Yeah, just kind of I actually haven't looked at Twitter. Saying, oh. um, yeah, Twitter's just like a bit. Yeah, just had looking at the David Dobrik hashtag. Oh wow, I haven't actually. What, Millie, what? Millie has Millie watched the Vlog Squad like, or you used I to did, watch I've, it. I did. I've seen. <laughs> So proud to a say, lot. so proud to say, I've seen every single David Dobrik video. I've seen every single one. Yeah, you watched. You've been watching him for years, like. Well, I mean, I watched like every single one of his videos when we were doing A levels, and then just like have kept up. Mm-hmm. But Harry was like, like Harry I... would fall asleep to David Dobrik videos. Like that was like her white noise machine was a David Dobrik no video. Way. So See, like, like I only just started watching David Dobrik probably like, like a lot of people this year. And you didn't even watch from the start. You just watched random no. ones. Yeah, I just watched, yeah, from the point where he was buying lots of cars for people and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, all the all the real fans used to say it was better before he got all the fame, but was it? Because he was quite offensive back then. Yeah, and I, I think, think that's way, why fame... it's been so, like, I've been so transfixed on it, is because, like, we're all culpable for having watched that. Like, mm-hmm. I, like it's, I wasn't even there, I wasn't even in the room, but I still feel guilty for, like, having watched that video. Having just seen people poking their heads in a door with people getting off, you should be like, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. But also, and- we were saying that it's not just that video, though, is it? Because it's, it's no. I think, it's beyond this whole allegation in itself, it's also the fact that he's had a complete disregard for the effect that, of his videos on other people. Definitely. In the, the way that he talks to his friends, uh, like, um, is it Jonah, the fat guy? Or- well, his actual real name is Nick, but they call him Jonah because he looks like Jonah yeah. Hill because he's fat and funny. Well, there we go. Exactly. Sorry, <laughs> can't be saying his fat friend. Um, Jonah. The, and um, yeah, and the way he talks to people has never been, it's been to take the piss out of them. And he hasn't thought of the implications of, or, or also what he records in his friends in really vulnerable positions, Definitely. which will probably impact them being able to get a job or ever being taken seriously. I mean, obviously he's given some of his friends a platform to have their own channels and make money, which is like, okay. Yeah, but he also says about that, he's like, I really didn't want them to have their own channels because they were ruining my timeline, but I just let them do it because like, how else are they going to make money? But like, yeah, also, and Ilya, he has like, no... Continue. No, I was just gonna say Ilya like run like a whole business and like clients like would start dropping Ilya from seeing him in David's videos and David didn't care. Yeah, that's the thing is that it's it it would have an implication for the people, and it's like that's just not fair in itself. If you were pinning a David Dobrik video and you were doing something silly, then that's that impacts their 
and, and also being in his video, he he made money from filming other people. Well, people didn't watch David Dobrik for him. Yeah, d- yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one watched a David Dobrik video to see him. Like, it wasn't him sitting in front of a camera. It was him filming. He relied on That's other people funny. messing up to have to get views. Or like he relied on other people. Like he relied on paying people to do like weird shit. Like paying Heath to drink his own piss. Yeah, exactly. And it's and that is sending all the wrong messages as well. In that kind of you know, if you have money, you completely. Can... I mean, but also like to people watching it, like to me, it feels like you know that building in New York that was on three legs. You think like it, yeah, would, yeah, it yeah. must be fine. This is like that. You think well, if he's posting it on the internet and no one's calling him out, then like it must, it must be just be fine. it's okay. And then yeah, that's teaching a lot of children a lot of wrong values. <laughs> yeah, I think it's been a long time coming. I mean, even during the first lockdown, I feel like there were just kind of hints of people being like, wait, now that it's stopped, we're like that was wrong because he stopped filming over the lockdown um back in like March last year and I think when he stopped people were like it kind of became the thing that I mm. don't know that they were realizing that it just wasn't quite right and it's not fair mm. and again like I think another reason that the rape has like affected me so much is because I think it's really important for our generation of like people like 18 to 20 at the moment to like take into account like I know people that could have been in situations like that like multiple Mm -hmm. people a lot of people boys that I know could be in situations like that and be like well I wasn't in the room with the girl it was just my friend and I heard about it the next day and laughed and like that was what was interesting about Jeff's like apology video he was like I'm completely innocent and then he went on Trisha's podcast and Trisha was like but you were there and he was like I'm not an accessory to rape and she's like you were because you were there Regardless yeah. of whether you knew it was happening or not, it's still, you shouldn't get people drunk and make them have like threesomes mm-hmm. without their full yeah. consent and awareness. And I think mm-hmm. that's something that we like all as a generation need to seriously look into about consent, about drinking, about yeah, like, what we let our friends get away with. Like, I think we've had a conversation important. with this, I think, as well, in that like there are so many times where like you're, I think sex and drinking should just, they don't go hand in hand. They really don't. I think like. No. Even if you're like in a relationship with someone, it can be a blurry line. Such so, yeah, exactly, exactly. There are so many times I can like definitely. I don't know if I want to talk about my own experience on my on the podcast, but like you know, there, are, there are times where you have blurry blurry lines, and the thing is, is that you kind of think, oh well, they were drunk too, or like you know stuff like that. Yeah, and drinking allows you to make a lot of excuses for the other person because you can't be completely so sure true. what their state of mind is. Because almost also you're also cross with yourself for letting yourself get that drunk, so it's like instantly you turn it to yourself. Like, it's my fault because I got drunk and mm. I got really stupid drunk but yeah I think it's um a difficult yeah one. and I think, I think all of the ban, continue ban sex after a certain level of alcohol <laughs> yeah after seven <laughs> drinks you're cut off bro you're not allowed everyone should sex carry around bad when you're drunk anyway literally it's not good. <laughs> I think that to take it back to the David Dobrik situation um yeah I think that this has kind of been a big especially on top of everything that's been happening re- recently as well I think this has really just been a mm-hmm. conversation we have more and and I think people need to kind of realize their own, I don't know have a sort of a shift in the way that we we look at things happening when we're when we're intoxicated and like, mm-hmm. I don't know and I think that like the publicity of this case like the fact that everything is on camera like all the like facilitation and stuff is on camera and people responding to it I think it it's you know a lot of the defense for rape is like 
oh, like there's such a gray line around it, you can't be sure about it. But this whole case, I think if you really look into it, the gray line isn't as fucking gray as it looks, right? You're like seeing your friend, you're like giving girls drinks and sending them into a room with your friend. You need to be sure with them before that that's okay. Like, I know you can be like, this is not my responsibility, but like, it kind of is your responsibility. Men have the power in situations like that. And that is up to their friends, male friends to advocate for women and be like, are you sure this is what you want? yeah exactly and it shouldn't just be like oh they were just really drunk or like no absolutely not I think this hopefully this case goes to I hope something happens as a result I do hope that I don't know how we feel about David Dobrik coming back on videos I think it's going to be difficult for him to come back and again I don't really know if I think his apology is like it's sincere yeah because I think it's a lot to do with like he tried to suppress the article before the article came out made that bullshit apology and then made this real apology because he lost a bunch of brand deals mm-hmm. and his like thing about like I didn't realize the abuse of power that I had and then like five you should minutes, have done five minutes later he was like he was like I knew there was an abuse of power with Dom in the room or something I'm misquoting it but he said I didn't know there was abuse of power and then went back on it and said I did know in the mm-hmm. like four minute video or however long it was well it's also back to the whole like money to buy people doing silly things like yeah you knew you had that authority over people don't act like you didn't know and yeah you have a response and, and and he would have known and he has a responsibility knowing that he has that power over people to not abuse it and he did and that's the point point. Mm, and it's like abusing people also like he is a charming attractive young man and we let mm-hmm. them get away with shit so much rich charming attractive young men he's basically like, ted bundy <laughs> yeah like ted honestly like ted bundy like when jeff was on h3 and like trisha was grilling him i was like i kind of felt bad for him and i kept going like no 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 no, no. like he's cracking don't feel bad no no, no but that's, that's what i'm saying like charming men know how to like work mm-hmm. people so yeah get away with it yeah no I need to hold myself I think as well I I'm really bad at this like a lot, a lot of the time when I first hear about things I'm always like oh well that must be it that must be a mistake that didn't that wouldn't have happened or and then it takes me like a second to be like why do you think that why are you mm. why are you into the someone's like oh well, they've, they've had a scandal or like hoping they can get out of it because I enjoy their content or whatever and it's like yeah. well, no what is what is it like you know just being like actually I don't want to be a I don't want to contribute to to that mm. and hopefully Dom. I feel like I feel like everyone can everyone can learn from it boys and girls like it's yeah. not it's not just the rape although the rape cracked this open and it should have because at a basic human level that is a girl who will remember that for the rest of her life and they're all trying to play it off like it isn't something like that because they're losing brand deals yeah. it's about a girl's mental well-being yeah, that's the um, thing. That's what's the news. That was that was what the BBC news story was. It wasn't oh, like girls being raped. That is, uh, David Dobrik loses brand deals. That was like literally on yeah. BBC News. Like, but it's it's all about the the content. Like, it's just oh, it's annoying. It's that narrative needs to change. And I'd say I think yeah, it's something that we can all learn from this. And that it this is this happens a lot, and we need to like stop making it so normalized and casual. Mm-hmm. And and, and also we need to work more about being, if we've been in a situation where something bad's happened to our friend and we've been there without like, we need to be t- taking more checks and balances with each other. Yeah, in, definitely. In these times and, and not just be like, oh, well, 
she's really drunk, she's off doing that with whoever, blah, 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 blah. Like if you're at a house party and you know, you know that your friend is absolutely smashed and she's yeah. in a room with a guy, mm-hmm. it doesn't take much to just knock and check that she's okay. Like, do you definitely, know what I mean? Like, and obviously that, I'm not saying that if you don't do that, then you're a bad person, but like, because we have never thought of it like that, but we need to yeah. start thinking. We need that. to, definitely. Wow, yeah, no, definitely. Because also I think that this cracked it open, not just on like females and males, but like on any kind of like offensive content issues, like, I'm not perfect. I've made inappropriate jokes many times and like been around people making inappropriate jokes and never called it out. And it's about looking back on things that you've done and things that you've allowed and Mm -hmm. thinking, I need to stop doing that. How can I get better from this experience? Because we're always like, not to be like cheesy, but you know, we're always learning stuff and we're like, (laughs) yeah. Hopefully, we're becoming better people like as we get older and stuff. But I think really, yeah, it's about. It's not about being like, oh my God, I'm a dickhead. It's about being like, okay, maybe I d- didn't do this quite right. And maybe, and, that, and why is that? No, and it's not always your fault that you've been told, like I said, do you know what I mean? It's we're, we're, we're products of our surroundings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, building upon that and doing better mm-hmm. for the community, for society. <laughs> but yeah, cool. Should we get me on to the next topic? Do we have another serious one? No, 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 I think that's it for serious. Oh, cute. Right, well, let's crack open a few yeah. drinks then. And we're going to be opening, we're going to be cracking open some drinks. I've got a, um, I'm going to start with a peach and lychee white wine spritz. Ooh, oh, my God, taste test on the pod. <gasps> we would like to think of ourselves as notorious for our Alka-Seltzer taste tests. Yeah, um, this is it. It's a, a spritz. Yeah, we think that we're notorious taste testers, um, especially of the alka-pop seltzer yeah we love a good tinny review tinny because this is what's crazy is that so when you go to like a beer aisle you know what's going to be there you know it's like it's always going to be the cronenberg the (laughs) all the other ones (laughs) i'm just my zero in on the cronenberg and i just go for it (laughs) the budweiser you know what to expect you know and sometimes you might see like a weird hop house or whatever and you're like oh they always have weird ipas but you kind of just don't even register them Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then you go to the tinning section and every time you go, it's different. different. It's crazy. Different. It's crazy. Different in different shops. Different in different shops. And they have different different flavours, different different type of alcohols. Like it's it's wild. It's honestly mind. You know what we should do? We should try like a bunch from Whole Foods. Because yeah. I bet that'll be funny. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. I think Whole Foods would have like some jokes ones, like really funny, like, like probably really like ginger organic. Fruit. Yeah, they yeah. probably have like mushy peas and vodka. Mm-hmm. Well, me and Millie actually also just ordered twelve seltzers online. We did. Uh, twelve for twelve, uh, very exciting. Seltzers you know, we delivered. shamed the seltzers at first, and now look at us. I know. I think I'm like obsessed. I'm obsessed. It's just a very. I'm like, look at the packet. Not not sorry, the podcast listeners, you can't do this. <laughs> Packaging. Look at you. It is some peaches with some wine glasses like glass. with ice cubes in them, and, and it's just cute color, cute aesthetic. Background. It's really cute aesthetic. I think that's another thing. Like I think tinny packaging is really important. Yeah, look at the font on that as well at the bottom. You guys can't see, but it's a cute font. I mean, <laughs> I wish I knew what kind of font. Like, and yeah, I just I get excited every time I see like different colors. So this is a peach and lychee white wine spritz. Ooh. And I, I'm actually liking the wine spritzes at the moment compared to a vodka spritz, which is one of the seltzers. Phew, and I just have cherry beef from the fridge, which I had to order on Amazon because my sister really wanted to try what it. What percent is it? 
it's 11%, you know. Oh, wow. Oh, 11.5, darling. This is this is actually 5.5, which is a bit more for the um, little tinnies. Normally they're about 4%, so... Um, mm. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Wait, isn't it a wine spritzer, though? That's probably why. Yeah, it's a wine spritzer, yeah. There we go. Come on. Oh yeah. It's got a white wine spritz. Oh, I hate cherry boo. Okay, I'm gonna do my taste test. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, it's slightly Lamborghini, like not Lamborghini. <laughs> Lamborghini <laughs> vibes. Lamborghini. Wow. It's slightly Lamborghini vibes, yeah. That's funny. But it's like a bit, I think it's nicer than Lambrini. But it has that kind of almost eggy taste in the way that Lambrini. Oh, uh, like, yeah. It is nice though. It's nice. I'm getting the lychee. Cute. Are you getting the peach? Yeah, like, like yeah, but more lychee than peach. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So that's the taste test done. Out of 10? Oh, uh, okay. I just remember. Ooh, I'm going to go with 6.5. 6.5? Maybe six, actually. Would you get it again? Yeah, I would get it again. Ooh. Anyways, next topic of conversation. Taylor Swift's new freaking song. That, that's what I was going to do. Yeah, so Perfect. Okay. Um, we haven't spoken about this yet. We were specifically you. saving it. I, I filmed myself a reaction video and I didn't post it because I didn't want you to see it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Well, um. I thought, I, I like it. I like it a lot. I, I really like it. It's so 2008 Taylor. It's so like so just good. off self-titled Taylor Swift into Fearless. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love, and also the clean, the clean thing. So the lyric. And then she had, later has a song called I'm Finally Clean. Finally Clean. No, really- that's what I was saying. I feel like she knew she couldn't release this one. So she kind of took the sentiment from this one and put it in clean. Like that's what it feels like. Yeah. And also, literally. do you want to hear my conspiracy? Go on. You know, the first line, like when the last drop of rain has dried off the pavement, it's mm-hmm. like after she's broken up with the guy in Fearless, the song. Fearless, the I was first, about to say. The first line of it's something about this. Yes. When it's just rained. Like, was she doing Betty James and Augustine before Betty James and Augustine? Like, that's what the vibe that I was getting from that. Yeah, no, I get, I get that. She's so clever. Like, she's so fucking clever. So talented. Also, it blows my mind. Did you see what the Swifties found on the Facebook fan page? Um, from like when she did, what was the music video where she went into the vault? Was it Look What You Made Me Do? Well, the one where she went into the vault and like there was lots of apparently like hints to her from the vault songs. And she posted a picture of a tiger and then she was wearing a tiger jumpsuit in the vault. So people are saying like there's lots of hints in the vault to what songs are coming out. The really? called, because the songs are called like from the vault, the vault. So the vault in that was like symbolism for her releasing all these new songs so we got to look back into that wow no i must say me and millie are on this taylor swift group on facebook <laughs> yeah the taylor swift the coolest group on facebook like honestly it's really exclusive you have to be like really cool to get accepted mm-hmm. um, a really funny one that you know what i i laughed about this post on the taylor swift forum but now i think i believe it when they were saying Selena Gomez uploaded this picture on the 23rd of the 3rd, 2021. And if we add them all up, that makes 13. And Taylor commented 16 hours after. So we're going to set a collab with Selena Gomez. And at first I thought it was crazy. But now I honestly think they're right. 
no yeah I, I think I can I can see her doing a vocal accompl- like accompaniment accompaniment because I mean yeah. these songs are from the vault so they're they're songs that she wrote 10 years at ago at the time and then wasn't allowed to publish it's already getting sunny again Woo. see look I'm woo, um good vibes so yeah I think yeah I think it's good good what were we talking about yeah, no, I think I think that she's gonna yeah she's gonna do an accompaniment, <laughs> and I think people want people are hoping that Niall Horan is gonna do one with her as well. Ooh, I'm not the biggest that. Niall Horan fan, so I mean I'm not that first. Wait, but... wait, 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 wait. Imagine 1989 from the Vault. She does a a back and forth collab with Harry Styles. I would, I would freak because the whole like the album's about him. Yeah. And if they they did like she probably wrote a breakup song, like you know, she did the one with Gary Lightbody and she did oh the Oh my one god, with, don't with even from the National. I would, I would I would I would I would I would die. I would, I would like, lose I'd... my mind. And I really, really they're on good terms now. We all saw that the, that talk. We all at the saw Grammys. it at the Grammys. Oh my god. I really hope. I'm manifesting I that shit. Manifesting that, that shit. <laughs> literally that sounds that yeah that'd be phenomenal but yeah the song brilliant i liked brilliant. it i'm so excited for the rest of them is it april the 9th that com- comes out yes um i actually have it on pre-order so i'm hoping it comes like a day early oh my god if it does you're gonna That's have what to happened like with ruby she got a phoebe bridges new album she pre-ordered it and it came the day before so she was like flexing on her instagram story like listening to the new phoebe bridges and all of her friends were like fuck hell <laughs> Wow, no, that that would be very exciting. You'd have to like, I'd have to like ring you. You'd have to play them down. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, come over, we're having a listening party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally, come to the summer house. You can. Just... Uh-huh. Oh, I was actually going to talk to you about this. I saw this this morning. Um, did you see that article about Orlando Bloom's daily like schedule? I did not. Please his, like, morning routine. Really, no, really, yeah. really stupid um so he was like you know he's from canterbury i thought he was australian <laughs> you thought he was australian wait he was married to miranda kerr yeah they have a child together is that why you always wanted miranda kerr cheeks <laughs> i have miranda kerr cheeks don't he says he wakes up around 6 30 then he checks in on his daughter and he sings to her songs like daddy loves his daisy dove so she knows who daddy is I can so um, see him doing that. He says, it's amazing to be a father again. There's less anxiety this time. I'm a Capricorn, so I crave routine. Then oh my God, that's me. I'm a Capricorn. Capricorn. I am, yeah. I don't know if you guys would attract each other, though, if you're the same type. Yeah, no, Capricorns definitely wouldn't get on with another Capricorn. He then says, I chant for 20 minutes every day religiously. <laughs> and then I read a bit of Buddhism and type it up to my Instagram stories. Then he goes, I for a... Wow, I could do some daily. No, Buddhism dude. It's like, you know how Carl Radke posts like those wanky little quotes on his story? No offense, Carl, I do love you. Um, oh my God, Bloom. who won? Um, I mean, the rest of the morning routine is not as interesting. I just wanted to know what you thought about the chanting for 20 minutes. I, what does he chant? Like, is he like. I would love just to be a fly on the wall whilst he's chanting it out. Me too. Me too. I will say one thing. I hope that his him being a father again hasn't mean he's neglected his other child. So I'm always that person that's like, I really just hope that him no, having that's another true. child I do agree. left his all. <laughs> um, hope that he's still helping Miranda out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why this is my thought from this. Just... <laughs> um, <laughs> he should... oh. <laughs> did, 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 did 
So um, another exciting thing that has been happening this week, they were doing the Bravo Hottest Bravo Man March Madness. Mm-hmm. And it came down to my two favourite Bravo men, Carl Radke and Craig well, At least you know that your opinions are now pretty popular. I know my opinion. Yeah, I know. But like now there's like competition for my men. Um, but I want to yeah. see who won. There's two hours left. So like whoever's in the lead now is probably going to win. Craig's a 47 and Carl's think, a 53. So I think Carl's going to win. And I think that's deserved. Like, Craig's cute. I chose Carl. I chose Carl when you gave me something. Before. I do think the other guy's hotter. But I think Carl's been through a lot this year. He, from what I can he see, deserves the win. <laughs> he deserves it. Yeah. And Craig's just like, oh, Craig. You need to get but on Southern like- Charm, bro. You'd love Southern Charm. I didn't like him kind of gaslighting Hannah, though, in a couple of the episodes of Summer Carl? Houses. Yeah, when he was like, oh yeah, he's the hottest girl he'll ever see, she'll ever date. And like, he was definitely on Team Luke when he was, when Hannah was being. Yeah, like, I mean, that wasn't, but like, I listened to Hannah on a podcast. <laughs> I was like dissecting this. And Hannah said that she thinks that Carl just kind of listens to what Kyle says and takes it on board and regurgitates it. And she doesn't, that's how he actually feels. Okay. I do kind of not like Kyle. I think he's just getting territorial yeah yeah no I think that he's just a little bit of a control it wouldn't surprise me if he was a Capricorn Mm. (laughs) he's a Leo and Hannah's a Leo see oh really oh my god so so, to tell you a funny story again today not a funny story it was actually really traumatic so I was like I had a presentation today and um basically two minutes before I was due to present Thomas opens my door and guides a gigantic bumblebee into my room he goes he goes he opens it and he goes in you go go." I'm thinking it's Holly so I'm just kind of like oh I don't really care if Holly comes in here whatever I see it it's like it's it's like this bit but it was it was fucking huge and it's just flying in I scream because I'm just like I don't know what to do I'm about to present I'm like "Ah!" and I'm just being I'm so cross I'm like mom look what he's done and she's like Tom what have you done and then, and then Tom, my mum's telling Tom to get out because she thinks that I'm just cross that Tom's come in here and I'm like no there's a bee in here like he needs to stay in here and get it the fuck out oh my god it was hot it was traumatic so I ran downstairs like away from the bee and meanwhile my lecture leader saying Katie are you ready to present I'm like I'm sorry, give me a minute give me a minute please I'm gonna go put down the hat like can I go back in can I go back in finally get the bee out bloody hell I run upstairs and I'm literally for the entire presentation I'm like I have to take pauses to breathe I'm like <gasps> I've been running up and down the house from this bee oh it was literally traumatic that's really was just, really it funny. was the way that he, it was the way he opened the door like he it was you should see it was like he opened it slowly and it was like in you go <laughs> it was anyway I managed to get him to drive me to Tesco to get me a drink because as a result I was like you were really cru- you were really cruel to me today so <laughs> oh um well I thought I could one-up you with this traumatic story but I don't actually know if I can um I'm sure you attempt attempt <laughs> so this is what happened to me yesterday so me and mom and Harriet go to home bargains not the one here the one they've made one you know where mother care we know mother care yeah yeah, yeah. with the big tree yeah it's now Great a single, place. now a single story home bargains. No tree. Uh, oh, no tree. No moving tree. No stalk that goes from side to side with the baby. No caterpillars. What? No lift. What's happened? It's a single story uh, home no bargains. Lift. Single story. Single story. That's so upsetting. Mm-hmm. 
But that's not the worst part of this. I mean, the story's going bad. <laughs> so we go there, and Harry and Mum are obsessed with this like hack of like putting Zephora into the sink. Because like apparently yeah. like you put have you heard about this? It's like Zephora is like a disinfectant that smells nice. So like you put it in the sink and you put hot water in it and it kind of gives fumes all around your house. I've always said I think there's toxins in it and I don't want that in the house. But they were yeah, doing it. Yeah, They were doing it anyway. So we get to the Zephora aisle mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, like which one should we get? So and I was like, mm, midnight bluebell smells nice. And mom was like, I like fresh linen. And so she just picks it up opens the box unscrews it and starts smelling it I'm like you can't do that bro they're not testers we're in the middle of the supermarket but anyway like I pass it to her to smell and I was like I should squeeze this and I was like I'm not going to it's rude then she passes me the bluebell woods like so she's like giving it to me like that to smell and I breathe in to smell it and she squeezes the bottle so it goes up my nose whilst I was whilst in you're in the shop whilst we're in the shop whilst oh my god we had to pull our masks down to like smell it squeezes it so this is a flora, like like antibacterial toxins goes up my nose whilst I breathe in. Down oh my god! The flora up my nose, my entire nose. I'm seeing red. I was like, ow, 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 ow. And mum was like, oh I'm my sorry. God. I'm so sorry. Harriet was like dying like she was rolling on the floor laughing it was all dripping out of my nose this fucking zaflora i'm trying to blow my nose on this tissue blood starts coming out of my nose i was oh like my no, God. surely not surely not i was like this is the end this is the end because i'm a hypochondriac anyway i was like i'm i'm dying i'm dying like this is the end <laughs> and then like it was Dude, like I, did you have a tissue did you have a tissue to blow or were you just doing it into yeah, yeah, yeah. mom gave me like some of her tissues but like then i was like i was getting zaflora drip back like it was going down oh. down the passage um, and so, like, then after about five minutes of panic, mum was like, okay, put your mask on, we've got stuff to do. So I put the mask back on. <gasps> put the mask back on, because we're in the shop. All I can smell is the flora. I can't breathe in, because my nostrils sting when the air goes up them. So I'm, like, oh, breathing yeah. into the mask, like... <gasps> <gasps> like, we get out of the shop. I had to buy, like, one of those massive waters and, like, stick it down my nostrils to, like, and then whilst I was doing that I was sniffing the water at one of my nostrils mom whilst driving the car squeezes the water so it goes up my nostril again dude (laughs) Rachel man Rachel I I woke up still smelling Zaflora no I'm not not, what about now what's it like now now it's fine now it's gone I like went over the day but like what the fuck Rachel I could have died that's pretty I don't, I, yeah that's not fun that's all I, that literally makes me feel like pain in my nose so who wins the the embarrassment I think you win honestly I think that Tragic. sounds I'd, I'd rather have had what I had than what you had <laughs> I think you win I really have thank you at least my sorry that happened at least my pain's worth something yeah okay next did you watch the Kanye West carpool karaoke oh shit I didn't oh okay <laughs> we can talk about it next okay. week do you want to tell me or yeah, do you we... want to talk about it next week um, i think you should i think you should watch it we can talk about it next week okay we can talk about it next week um also for next week i want to watch the demi documentary on youtube how was one of my talking points have you seen it um I, i've seen like a i watched of the trailer it on i've watched like two 20 minute segments Ooh, there's, there's oh two... the two that are out at the moment yeah yeah like but the, the two that are like about the overdose and they're about oh oh so like did you think yeah. did you like it yeah i mean i watched i watched the original demi documentary that she had out back in like 
2016 or whenever it was. I remember watching that. And I think it's crazy that my, my main takeaway from it was kind of like, I think that when she did this documentary in 2016 and everyone was like, wow, Demi, like she's so strong. Blah, blah, blah. And I think that through this 2016 documentary, she kind of like, I feel like she had felt the pressure to kind of stay so sober, be this perfect person and mm-hmm. be like that, that, that Demi, like, wow, like she's amazing um, because she's been through so much and she's now sober and she's amazing like, and what, whatnot. But I think that if this is, if what, if anything, this is like shown, the in 2018, I think it's really shown not to get all soppy, but I think it's shown that people, people are, people like Demi because she's Demi, not because she's like the perfect poster girl for sobriety and having been through so much. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm like the huge, de- the biggest Demi fan, but I think, you know, she's got an amazing vo- voice and people will like her mm. no matter what. Like, I think, and I hope that this documentary will kind of show that people have her back no matter what and that she shouldn't. And if she doesn't want to be sober, then that's fine. Like, I mean, I mean, I mean, we don't want people to overdose, obviously, but sobriety's got to be her choice. It's not going to be something that she yeah. has to do. She's got to be a poster girl for it. For it. And um, yeah, you can see the pain in her eyes. I think that she's been through obviously a lot. I mean, her dad died of an overdose. Mm. Um, and I think that, yeah. And, and I mean, also she's actually really talented. I think we don't give her like as much. Yeah, she really she is. She's got the most insane voice. I'd, I'd yeah. say she's even got a better voice than Miley, and that's coming from me. Who, that like, is coming from Miley. you. That's that's big. Um, but that's not to be pitching one girl against another anyway. But she's got a really good voice, and she does actually write a lot of her own music. She genuinely is yeah. a musician. I mean, I don't even stuff. like her music that much, but I can like really respect like her her range and also like her lyricism is really good. Like she, mm-hmm. but I think also that's what's tricky with it is like when your job relies on you tapping into those dark places, you kind of mm-hmm. don't feel like you can get out because what will you write about? Mm-hmm. She was in such a controlled environment mm-hmm. because her assistant said that she like, when she found Demi, she like had to hide to call the ambulance because she didn't want any of her team to know that she was calling an ambulance because it was such an controlled environment oh. that she was scared that they knew that she was calling an ambulance and it would be like all about the publicity about it. Blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> it just shows how controlled of an environment she was in. Uh, it's so insane but yeah, I mean she literally wrote that song for um she wrote that song for Dixie D'Amelio Dixie D'Amelio so you know she is like a genuine she's a songwriter isn't she mm. so um I think yeah like she's she deserves she shouldn't put be putting the pressure on herself to 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 be that person I think she's kind of I think she's by the sounds of things she's over that and I think she's definitely quite unique isn't she? I mean as again because it's not even just the drug thing it's the like the body image issues that she's had as well um like she, yeah. she's had yeah for years and I think they talk about that in the documentary as well um I think it's yeah really good that she's speaking about it but you can really see that she's been through a lot I really do so I think like, it'd be so easy for her to be like an Amanda Bynes or a, do you know yeah, what I mean what happened to class. Amanda Bynes I used to watch the Amanda Bynes show every night before bed <laughs> dude I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> I actually started watching a YouTube video the other day. It was like, what happened to Amanda Bynes? And I got like 10 minutes in and I was like, this is too fucking, this is too much of fucking on. I literally just can't even sit here and listen to it. It's just so, so strange. Like she's so strange, man. Like it's really weird. Maybe well, we should both even, do some homework on Amanda Bynes for next week and we can talk about it. Definitely. I think that even happened to um, the blonde girl from Kids React. Do you remember? She yeah. went like, live on Instagram and, she, and everyone was like, she's like on drugs. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Fucking hell. 
what happens to these young stars? Do you know what I mean? Well, it's just like getting put into like a work environment around older people all the time. They like don't, you know, really allow you to have a childhood. And I guess that's yeah. Sure. And also another thing with Demi though as well is that I didn't realize like she fully was a heroin overdose. It wasn't just like oh my god. Yeah, she was addicted to crack and heroin. Like I just like severity of it. Like she was like I was. So it's just saying, I mean, how brave it is to come on to a documentary and say, I was addicted to crack and heroin. Like, mm-hmm. I think, because we always think of crack and heroin as being drugs that, like, people don't really, like, celebrities, like, it's like, it's going to be Coke, it's going to be mm-hmm. Adderall, like, blah, 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 which she, she was addicted to before, before, like, um, when she went sober last time, it was from Adderall and Coke. It was Coke and Adderall was, like, what she used to do. And then when she ended her sobriety, she was like obviously when you end your sobriety it's kind of like oh fuck it completely and she one time they didn't have one, one time her dealer didn't have fentanyl sorry Ad- Ad- um didn't have wow, she's got adderall i didn't have adderall and and coke but he did have crack and heroin and then she was like yeah i'll yeah wow and she was also raped by her drug dealer wow so it's all i need to watch it because you like you don't really think about celebrities being addicted to heroin, but Nicole Richie was for like when they were filming like The Simple Life for parts of it, because she was just oh, like because really? she's Lionel Richie's daughter, like she's adopted, but she's yeah. Lionel Richie's daughter, and like she's just like grown up being given everything she wants, and she got to like twenty, and she was like, I get everything I want, like I just need to feel more, I need to feel more, so she was like addicted to heroin, and then like realized that it was wrong and called her dad and was like all of her friends were dying of like heroin overdoses and she called her dad and she was like if I don't stop I'm next and like just yeah. like got clean and it's like wow I really would love a Nicole Richie documentary I like yeah I love I, Nicole Richie yeah that'd be good I think that it's just because you kind of associate like heroin and crack with poverty yeah definitely I mean I do I kind of I mean yeah I think that it's one of those things you associate with because yeah, it's, it's, it's like the most you can get for the cheapest you can get yeah, yeah yeah and it's and it's such and and because it's because heroin and crack are so they make you numb like they literally mm-hmm. make you numb I always think it's like for people that really just want to turn off their lives which I mm. would again associate with poverty but I mean clearly that these people are like Demi Lovato was in such a I mean it just shows what a bad space she was in like it really does yeah um I think yeah it's super brave of her to do it and looks I'm not gonna lie because again the, me trying to turn off my my own bad thoughts but um when I first heard she was doing another documentary I was like and it was going to be centered kind of around her her oblates I was thinking oh well you did a documentary about you going sober last time yeah like like we can trust you this time kind of and I was like wait no like she should she's allowed to slip up and she's allowed to talk about it like and it's a different experience this time to last like do you know what I mean it's Mm -hmm. yeah and, and to full circle this sorry to full circle this David Dobrik this is what you do you admit your faults you admit mm-hmm. how you've changed from them and you publicly learn from these mistakes. Yeah, David. David. Yeah. Ew, David. <laughs> Literally. Right. We release um, taste test the next one. So, th- yes, please. This is kind of like a double, um, a double-layered serious silly sandwich. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, um, it's a club sandwich. Is that what that is? Club sandwiches have... Well, club sandwiches food? have, like, bread something filling bread, bread filling bread filling. oh okay yeah what's your Club next taste test oh yeah watermelon and lime white wine spritz it's watermelon and mint babes even i can see oh, that sorry. watermelon and mint you don't like, mint, like mint 
You don't like I mint. like mint in mojitos. I don't like mint in... What I don't like is <laughs> mint in chocolate. Why would I want to eat toothpaste? Do you know what I mean? Like that, no, I just mint chocolate that. is paying. No, absolutely not. Not a, not a single bed in my body that wants a bit of that. <laughs> whereas, <laughs> whereas like fresh mint in like a mojito, fire. Fire. Right, I'll give it a mm-hmm. go. Oh my god, that's good. Really? Mm. It's really interesting. It's like um, it's like a salad in the <laughs> It's like a salad. Ooh. It's got like a really fresh taste. Do you know what I mean? Like fresh. It's like balanced and chef's kiss. That's great. And I'm really getting the mint. And it's not too sweet. Mm-hmm. But it's like flavorful. It's like way more, it's not like a sprit a sp- um, a seltzer where it's like quite a uh, light flavor it's got a strong flavor but it's really subtle at the same time you out of 10 seven and a half wow it does sound paying maybe i'll get it when we let's go one pound sixty well we can go to three you need to have a club card though so get your club card downloaded before you leave the house because i had to download a club card in the apps in this in the store and it was really that's no really good strong. is it katie no anyway Moving on, next conversation topic. Uh-huh. Let me get my... Okay, my next thing I wanted to talk about. Where's my frigging list of things? Um, I'm trying to think about... There's a few things. They're like really short things. They're not like chunks of topic. <laughs> I saw... Um... <laughs> I just saw this and thought it was a funny, right. <laughs> funny point. Right, okay. <laughs> It's not funny. It's not funny. Now I've built up like it. It's really not funny. Have you seen the proposal? Um. Yes, Katie. Duh. I watched that for the, the first time the other day. Oh my god! Really? It's so good. You think it's so good? Oh, you don't like it? No, I. I was just. I just. I did like it. I just thought it was really stupid that they essentially just. They both were like kind of like not into it, and then they have one conversation at night time and suddenly they're in love <laughs> it's not how it works mate it's just it's not it's just not how it works that's how enemies to lovers works katie it doesn't happen just one night oh we're having a conversation and they had like a bit of banter and then the next day they were like in love yeah <laughs> yeah that's how it also, works i just thought i was a bit a bit clapped i mean i did like <laughs> I, I did appreciate Sandra Bullock's performance though. I actually really like Sandra Bullock. I love, you know what you need to watch if you like Sandra Bullock? Practical Magic. It's her and Nicole Kidman. It's like really good. Is that Practical Magic? Yeah, there's this, oh my God, wait, no. Sorry, not to get us off topic. We can get back onto topic. But in Practical Magic, there's this one scene. Like, so the premise of it is like, okay. So like their, um, their family was cursed to like never find a man. Like the man's going to die because they're like a family of witches. So they were raised by their two aunts. And, like, they're both living at home. They're, like, 30. They've had to come back home to, like, live because, like, one of them's husband died and the other one they had to kill her, like, boyfriend. Anyway, so, like, they're at night and they just hear this blender and they're, like, midnight margaritas! And they go downstairs and, like, the aunties, like, the old-ass aunties have made midnight margaritas and they're all, like, dancing around the kitchen, like, drinking margaritas and then they're all just sat around a table going, like, well, you'll never find a man because you're such a whore! And then, like, they're all, like, oh my like, God. Like, getting at each other increasing, but, like, falling over laughing and I was like this is what no, we I would watch when we get together midnight, what's, not midnight, what's, what's a tv show called on my it's a film practical magic okay I like Nicole Kidman as well so she's really cool um, in it her yeah, outfit did you know that so Sandra Bullock 
mm-hmm. was actually the second choice for that film because they were it was actually meant to be Julie. What's what's a pretty woman called? Julie, uh, Julie Roberts. Julie, Julie Roberts. Sorry, yeah. Julie Julie Andrews. Andrews. Did you just say Julie Sorry. Andrews? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Julie Roberts um, was meant to do it, but she they they um they decreased the amount of money they which she was going to get paid for it and she said no so then they just got Sandra Bullock on it well I mean I preferred Sandra Bullock I don't, I'm not really the biggest yeah, I was thinking I, I, Julie Andrews not Julie <laughs> Andrews <laughs> Julie Andrews Julie, Julie Roberts kind mm-hmm. of annoys me she's got that kind of face where I just want to punch I don't know to yeah and I've, I, the, I've never seen Pretty Woman but it doesn't interest me and I hate with a passion I hate with a passion Notting Hill hate it yeah I'm not, I'm not obsessed with it like other people are it's just so cliche isn't it it's just so annoying it's the most white rom-com that you can I mean, get but there isn't even a fun plot there is no chemistry between them the plot's no, not even there is fun. not there isn't there's no chemistry like why am i watching it i want chemistry i'm gonna see mark ruffalo and reese witherspoon okay do you know what Oh my god, I watched that recently oh as well. God, wait, no, Katie, that's my favorite rom com. That's my favorite rom com. What's it called? Um, it's like heaven. 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 Like, yeah. Oh my god, did you watch I it? I watched that on Monday. Oh my god, what did you think? I liked it. I really Isn't liked Mark it. Ruffalo, so cute. So cute. And yeah, so cute. Yeah, so cute. He's 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 like no sentinel, isn't he? Or like he no sentinel is like him, sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. I have it on DVD. Really? No, yeah, I love I love, I love that film. I watched it because it was her birthday on Monday. I watched it on and oh, I was like, I swear, wow. I was like, oh my god. So happy birthday, Reese. I hope you had a great birthday, day. Reese. It was also Victoria <laughs> Pedretti's birthday this week, so shout out to her. She's really cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I love that. Yeah. And I do, I agree. I do kind of we would I had a I had a joke with you last week on the podcast about him not being hot. And I changed my mind. I rest my case. Did you say Ruffalo, that about Mark Ruffalo last week? Ruffalo, Ruffalo, because you, because I was saying someone was hot, and you, oh yeah, because you, you said that you'd go for him over Liam Hemsworth, and I was like, ha ha ha. Oh, no, 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 we were talking about Chris okay. Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still think Chris Hemsworth is better looking, but I mean, it's not. Oh, it's not I as, remember that now. I remember that now. I didn't realize. What is black and white as I implied it to be? So I apologize. Mm, no. I rest my case. I get yeah, like it. he's yeah. not as cute now, but like when he was in the rom-coms, like have you seen Thirteen Going on Thirty? Mm-mm. Oh my god, you gotta watch that one next. He's so cute in that one. Mm, maybe I'll watch that. Yeah, mm. he's he's cute. He's cute. Um, yeah. Um, did I? Have... Oh, um, I listened to the whole of the Nationals album today. The Boxer, their like 2007 album. Do you know why I'm talking about this? No. Do you, does the name Aaron Dessner mean anything to you? Oh, is Aaron Dessner from the from the National? From the National, yeah. He founded it, and I like um. Listen to their 2007 album today. Really good. Like, I think you should, well, I don't know if you would, like, like it, but, like, really good. Like, the songs were good, but also, like, the lyrics were really interesting. Yeah. I mean, he did write on Evermore and... and no, but he didn't really, like... I mean, I might be making it wrong, but, like, with Cardigan, he just, he just did the track and then Taylor wrote the lyrics. Mm, interesting. So I think he just, like, makes track. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm just assuming he makes tracks. But like, yeah. yeah, it was really lyrically interesting. They write about like people that are bad at being adults, and I was like, oh my god, me too. Um, it was it was a great yeah. listen. Mhm. Well, um, maybe I'll have to check it out. I'm really enjoying Haim's new album. Really? 
do you know what I do? I actually listen to Haim and Hula Hoop at the same time at night. If I'm doing <laughs> yeah. Like before I go to bed, like I literally, I put Haim's album on and I'm like with the Hula Hoop. Hula-hoop. And it's like, I'm there like Hula Hooping to the steps. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to bring the CD in the car so I can torture Shay with it. So wow that's gonna be fun. it's actually really nice weather now oh my god like blue skies all around i know like what the fuck crazy what like in, in the space of this podcast it's become nice like what else did i have to talk about um <laughs> uh well this is just like again like another story time of things that happened to me right so i was going to sleep like two nights ago mm-hmm. and i like i sleep kind of sometimes i like was it i had like my arms wrapped around myself right and then i wake up and then i was like about to fall, fall asleep and it was, and then, and it felt like someone was like fully like whacking me where I had my arms. <laughs> what? No, like genuine. It was like it was, and it was the weirdest feeling. I've never had anything like it before in my life. It was like in my dream before I was about to fall asleep, oh. and it was like someone was whacking me where I had my arms. I was like, <gasps> it was like, seriously scary. So I, just, I, was, I would not sleep after that. I wouldn't sleep all night. It was so bizarre. It was like it was the weirdest feeling I've ever like ever had in my. Because I often get these jolts before I go to sleep. I think yeah. it's just scars from from times ago. But I don't. <laughs> I don't like. It's really. It was, a, it was that was a really physical, intense one. I did not enjoy that. No. Um, I was also. Oh, wait, so, one second. Rebecca's calling me. <sighs> hey, bitch. Hey, I'm. I'm on. I'm just. I'm on the We're podcast. In the middle morning. of something, Rebecca. I'll see you soon. Cool. Bye. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. I also yeah. watched a video. I was watching the social dilemma. Sorry, this is that we get. We oh, Jesus. Yeah, you were. No, no, no. no I'm not going to talk about the serious things. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about like some countries and like how like involved Facebook is and, like in their culture and stuff. And it just cut to the scene of like I don't know what country they were. And they were, and they were all. There was a group of people, and they were going. Facebooke, 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 Facebooke. <laughs> they made me creep. I was like, that's so funny, dude. I was just like, what? Like, I just love the way they said Facebooke, Facebooke. That is cute. It made me creep. I was like, as if, like, that. of course that's how they pronounce it, but like, just brilliant. It just wow. gave me a lot of entertainment. And I think from now on, I'm going to call Facebook Facebooke. Capitalism's crazy, dude. Yeah, no, literally, I'm doing my essay on it. So, um, oh, on Facebooke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way they pronounce Facebooke, it's, um, it's, 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 I'm controlling our minds. <laughs> yeah, very, very funny. Um, one other thing. Um, yeah. How is Santa going to do his job once they colonize Mars? Once they what? Colonize Mars. Like, how is, how is Santa going to? It's already quite a stretch, you know, to go to everyone. I mean, I guess Mrs. Claus is just gonna have to fucking get up and work, well, isn't she? Do you reckon? Well, maybe like, how I are they gonna compartmentalize this to children? I mean, Katie, we probably won't even be in like a god-fearing society when they colonize Mars. No. So I don't. I don't think. think maybe there'll gonna... be no Santa. Maybe there'll be no Christmas. Maybe they'll have like a new and yeah. Maybe they'll have a Santa, but like Mars edition. Yeah, like Mars the ro- like Mars Rover, Mars Rover claws or something like that. Whoa, Mars Rover claws. Mars Rover claws. 
yeah no I just think I just saw like a thing about it the other day and I was like yeah that's, that's, that's an interesting point that's pretty crazy so that was not a, an original thought no it was not an original thought <laughs> I am not I'm not very authentic <laughs> don't have my own thoughts <laughs> but yeah I just thought crazy that's I cool. want like Mar- Mars Rose- Rover Claws is the future man it's the future anyways have you got anything else to, to say speaking of crazy did you watch my Nancy Drew reaction vid I watched your Nancy Drew pictures on no 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 I posted my entire review of the episode I I didn't I didn't I didn't see that I didn't come up on my feed so I kind of went a bit crazy like it's a bit of an embarrassing vid but like we'll roll with it anyway the promo for next week when we do this pod next week I'll have a lot to say because I watched that episode it's really upsetting because Nancy was flirting with Gil Bobsey and Ace was getting off with Amanda Bobsey and it's like, but Ace and Nancy should be together. Anyway, whole thing. They're the new Belloc, guys. I don't know if I've said that enough times. Um, the promo for next week, Nancy gets possessed... Right, listen to this. Nancy gets possessed by a sex demon? By a sex demon? Yeah. The promo was like, she's like, all I can think about is sex. And it's like her like like running after boys and shit fuck all like i can't wait for next week and i was actually watching that's why i was losing my mind at the trailer Just by the sex demon i actually I was can't losing was my mind at the trailer. Written, it was definitely written by a man <laughs> definitely but i was watching it like are you kidding because they do episodes of roswell like that where like they have like a heat wave and like all of the teenagers are like let's fuck it's like whoa roswell so they've got a bit of a roswell approach with it i'm really hoping it doesn't signal like a a Riverdale type decline of Nancy Drew I'm hoping it's just like a Roswell one-off but like mm. insane. insane insane that sounds wild go off Nancy Drew well and I hope you enjoy the episode next week I have a few um talking points to roll over to next week as well to be fair how long have we been going for I thought we've had like an hour at least I think we've been an hour we've been an hour I'd say so we round off um yeah so i think that's how we're going to finish today's episode i hope you've enjoyed it i've enjoyed it it was actually a really good i i feel good about this episode yeah me too i think we had a lot of giggles we're hitting our groove i think yeah i think so maybe our brand is serious silly sandwich serious silly sandwich serious 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 silly sandwich yeah i think that's great i think that's a good a good rebrand i think we were feeling a little bit lost the last couple of weeks i don't know i feel like we felt like we've had to do it rather than we've wanted to do it yeah definitely but this was a good one yeah i was there i was like i wanted to do this and mm-hmm. i've also been before i wasn't kind of ta- having talking points throughout the week but now like i just see something and i'd be like oh i'll put that in the talking points. yeah yeah i think we should stick to this kind of a theme i think this has been good it's not been too serious it's not been too Serious City Sandwich. Serious City Sandwich, yeah. Signing off, that's Katie and Millie. We'll see you next week. Outro music. Oh, yeah, yeah. Outro music. music.